He wants to restore us uh, into a place of covenant. Aimlessly, without covering, without protection, because the covenant protects us. A covenant is a means of, of is a means of defense where I cannot defend myself. The covenant kicks in. Amen. Lapo, my name doesn't see me through. My power, my money doesn't see me through. But the power of covenant sees me through. Amen. So we learn together. Okay, this is not it. I thought I was going to do a summary. But let's go quickly to Genesis 15. Amen. So I've been studying uh, what we call midrashic interpretations. Midrashic interpretations are when the Jewish rabbis, they sit with oh, John 3.16 just one verse and they sit for months studying it, studying this verse, studying what it could mean. They, they sit with it. Jewish people or rabbis, they don't, they don't just stand up on the podium and speak their interpretation. But before they, they even speak on, on text or scripture, they study the spirit of the letter. Now we're chatting with Ubak Tabashe. It takes about 21 years to become a practicing rabbi. You must have gone through a tested 21-year process. That means you, by the time you actually share your opinion on scripture, you must be gray in the head. That is why, Bazalo, and I was telling the girls that yesterday in the driver meeting, that is why you just wanted color at the age of 12 interpreting scripture because he didn't have time to go gray. He came here to do something. So his, his time of studying scripture and interpreting scripture started early. Very by the time a Jewish boy is 13, he is tying that black rope around his, his arm and he is reciting Deuteronomy 6 from the age of 13 until Azaf. He's wrapping Itefelim on his arm and he is every morning he's binding himself to the Lord. He is marrying God. So before even Ashade, Umundu Eslis Ashade, Umundu Eslaza Nushata, Umundu Oshata Nungulungulunja Alexel. That is order, Bazalwan. And this thing of, um, you know, I'm an apostle, I know 13 years old, like in the field. Or I'm a young lion, I know 21, I'm apostle, I'm my father. Bazalane, Unkulukulu wants us in this house to go back to foundation, to go back to the pattern. Because we, we, we need to get something right and we need something out of this thing. I was telling Andy Zolo, you know, I was telling the Lord, Nitsi Lord, I want to walk in that manifestation. Says Kulumega Kulu. What's up, 
Mina. God is saying, go back to the pattern and you'll walk in the manifestation. Go back to the pattern. You, you won't have to even contend for my, for my glory to manifest itself. Just go back to the foundation. Go back to the pattern. So as I were talking then, no, Babuti, Kulo 21 years, Kusuhe Enzai, Urebai. The first seven years, he is studying scripture. He is studying the Torah. Seven, for seven years, who says in it, Aga Kulo, Aga Ishi, Opinion, Yakegai. Uti Abonan Joba, Genesis 1, there's a gap. For the first seven years, a person who's been trained to teach on scripture does not have an opinion on scripture. They are studying scripture. Scripture is building into them. They, they don't only study ease because that they get to the spirit of ease. By the time, by the first month, you are reading Genesis 1 verse 1, the Holy Spirit will tell you exactly. By the first month, you don't have your own opinion. The spirit of the letter is now speaking concerning what you are studying. So the first seven years is studying scripture. Then the next seven years, Kutiwake Hamburg and Fan Sigborn. He is walking scripture. They are called Halaka. They are Halakas. When you look at the the, the Jewish commentary that I've been studying. Commentary Yamahalakas. Those who are walking the Torah. Scrutinize speech Scrutinize my businessman. Scrutinize your business like is it according to the Torah? Based on what? Let I show you. There are people observing him and judging him. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. For seven years, this is now making up the 14 years. The next seven years, he is walking scripture. Young Kidoyaka is being scrutinized by the standing in the sitting as Sanhedrin of the city. He is walking scripture. He is testing what he has been studying for the past seven years. He is proving. It is who is being proven. Because they need to manifest your and Amen, Mazalwan. And then the making up of the 21 years, the last seven years, he can now be a practicing rabbi. Ngoba, by the time he has studied scripture and he has walked the scripture and he was judged by the scripture, he can now judge others according to the scripture. He can, he can now add his opinion, his idea of what God has said. Put the Abionayake. He has he, he knows the spirit of the letter and he has also proven it. So he, he doesn't 
judge both black and white. He judges even the gray areas of scripture. So by the time ever he, 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 rabbi Osalayo, and he judges others and gives interpretation of scripture, he is gray in the head. So when you read oh, 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 2 Timothy 2.15, Paul Timothy, you can just write it down. Paul Timothy, make sure that you study to show yourself approved to, to God. But as a president to God. Timothy was too young to stand before people according to Jewish tradition. So Finally, as a verse, as an approved teacher of the word. But he lives and he judges scripture and he understands and interprets scripture as if he's an old man. Make sure that they don't even look down at you because you are young. Because According to Jewish tradition, he was not qualifying to stand, interpret, and judge scripture and or judge others. So Basalwane, my prayer for this house is that Asilifunde Izu. Let us get to understand the spirit of the letter. Amen, Basalwan. Sing Abinjabantu Aba Shallow, you know? Because they themselves don't understand the scripture. They, they themselves do not live the scripture. So in this opinion, opinion, yeah. And opinions does not deliver us from demons. Opinions do not heal us. Opinions do not do anything. Opinions I don't need your opinion. I need God's intervention. And up until we build according to pattern, we can never enjoy heaven's intervention and it. So let's then go quickly to Genesis 15. We learned about the covenant and we learned who Abraham left, was commanded by God to leave his parents, his household, to leave everything. So when you read Genesis 15, a lot has happened. Abraham has left. Abraham has, has, has been in a fight with some five kings who are very notorious and a tyrant of the, the East. These people are, are known to be great kings. So he has been in a fight and Abraham is in a, like, I'm a crossroad. You can say he was at the crossroads. God, you have told me to leave my family. And God, I've also raised my hand up to you as the possessor of the heaven and earth. I've also refused to trade with the king of Sodom. Because I said, if I trade with him, he's going to attribute my blessing to a favor or to our trade. I refuse the trade. So Abraham finds himself in a situation where he needs to be reassured and he needs to be sure of his covenant. I can always go back home. 
As Pabananga, Ekai, I can always go back home. I can always go back to, to my father's gods. I can always go back to my household and not worry about this whole thing. But I'm living because God, I believe in what you have said. And I am pursuing what you have said. And I will pursue it with all that I am. So, Utilana, verse 1, Genesis 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield, and your reward shall be very great. Who said to Abram, O oh Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of, Dam of Damascus. What shall you give me? And he continues to say, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be a verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look towards heaven and number the stars, if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted or credited to Abraham as righteousness. Over seven. And he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to bring you to this land to possess. But he said, Oh Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he brought him all he, he, he brought him all these, cut them in half, and laid them half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in half. And when birds of prey came, came down on the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. And as the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham. And behold, dreadful and great darkness fell on him. last week. But now let us go through. The chapter, just half of the chapter that we've shared. I said to Abazalani last week, I shared after Sunday, that Abraham did not just leave his mom and dad. It wasn't about leaving his mother and father. When Abraham walked out of Ur or his household, he stepped out of a threshold of a covenant at his. He then said, I do not have a covenant with whatever is covering my home. Because God was pulling Abraham outside of the covenant with Onkulunkulubasekul. He wanted to establish a covenant with him so that through Abraham he can work the mystery and Christ to Jesus. Amen. So 
it was just not about living Ispongo or living Ubabanoma or living my neighborhood or living my township, but it was about crossing a threshold of a specific covenant that demanded specific things to be done by those who are in that covenant. He also left the protection of that covenant. He left the provision of that covenant. He left the defense of that covenant. Abraham left more than more than just umawake nobabuake. He left Yonke Into that had formed his DNA. Yonke Into that was speaking in, in his blood. God commanded him to leave. Amen. So it meant that he had to make a personal decision to also live. Agree with God. You have commanded me to leave, so I am going to leave. What was in the terms of the covenant? Because he was going for his own benefit of a new covenant. He was leaving one to become a great nation. He was leaving to become, to have a great name. He was also leaving so that he will be blessed and people and nations will be blessed. But among and Jehuti, as I am living, then Sengi covenant. Abraham had to go through some tests to check him out. Uguti, will he abide in the new covenant? Will he be true in the new covenant? When things don't seem right and when things are not seen like they're coming through. Will he stay? Will he still commit to this covenant? So he stays. Now, when you read about Abraham and from the beginning to the the first test was that he needed to leave his, his household and he left. He passed the test. Abraham is a covenant partner. He was tested ten times. Because covenant people are always tested. If you're going to be a covenant person, you will be tested. The first test for Abraham was that he needed to leave his homeland. The second uh, uh, test was that he was confronted with the famine of the land. So it was, it was a second test because he could have easily gone back to Ur and say, Ivan, I didn't sign up for this. Covenant people are tested. The next test was that the Ufaro seizes his wife. He's now tested Mokoska's wife. Somebody captures his wife. But God comes through even then. The fourth test was that Abraham then fights against these five kings. He confronts his five, five, these five kings. He chases them away. He does not kill them. He then takes back whatever they had possessed. God comes through for him then. Because God will always come through for his covenant partners. But it does not mean that God's covenant partners will not suffer and will not be tested. The next one was that 
the fifth test was that forces him to marry to marry Uhagai. And then things turn upside down. The next test was the test of circumcision. Uvuti, Abraham, are you willing to give your seed to me? Everything that will flow out of you from now on will be dedicated to God and not to the gods of Ur. The seventh test was that uh, another king captures his wife. Sarai was captured twice, but God didn't allow her to be touched by foreign kings. God intervened. The eighth test was that um, God told Abraham to go give his only son, his only son, that was number eight. So it was not the first test. It was the eighth test. <laughs> Uh, number nine was that Ishmael had to be estranged from him. He had to send off Ishmael no, no work. And the tenth one was that, oh yes, the tenth was that he had to give Isaac. Number eight was that he had to send off Haggai. Number nine was that Ishmael had to be estranged from him. Number ten was that he had to give Isaac. Abraham passed all his tests. Whether he passed as a shayegile, but he passed through all his tests. Because God will not allow us to be in covenant with him as microwave covenant partners. Covenant partners are always tested, Bazalwan. Amen. So, we will be tested. We will be tested. You will be tested. I will be tested. Abanyebe today are living through the test. Asas nemakso last 25 years or 30 years, but we're living through. But God, for His glory, He is working things out. Amen. Another thing was that, oh Abraham, why was God telling Abraham to not fear? Abraham, one had left his covenant with the God of Ur. But he has also fought the notorious, notorious kings. So he had made enemies, Gatlegas. And also he had not agreed, when we read, when we read uh, Genesis 14 last week, he had also not agreed to go into covenant with the king of, of Sodom and go into, into trade. He said, no, I have raised up my hand to the possessor and the creator of the heavens and the earth I will not go into covenant with you. I have given my tithe to the God of the possessor of the earth. And I, I, I won't even take anything from you. Tata Wonke, king of Sodom. Because Mina, I know who I am in covenant with. Covenant partners are not afraid to walk alone. Because there are things, Bazalani, that we must learn to let go if we are going to be fully participant of a covenant. That means there is a price of relationship that must be paid. Because there are covenants that I cannot be in if I am going to fully participate and benefit with the terms and the conditions of the covenant. Amen. So there is a test that I must also go through as a covenant partner that says that I will be tested. 
I will be asked to let go of certain things. Amen. So God says here to Abraham, fear not, I am your shield. I am your protection. Because covenant is all about protection. Covenant is about def being defended by not umlobopela, but it is in paper. It is documented somewhere. And it was documented by heaven as God was speaking. He was documenting his promise to Abraham on an altar. But don't worry. I am your shield. Because you have made so many enemies. You need a shield. And you don't need just any other shield. You need a divine shield. So I am your shield. I'm also your reward. I will reward you. Your reward will be great. So you're not going to lose in this. You are just not going to be... Eh, eh, eh. You're not going to lose out, Abraham. I'm going to come through for you in greater ways. Because you know when countries have um, trade agreements, there are things that we benefit from, from another country. As we have the producer in South Africa, in Mazalwan. When he said to the king of Sodom, no, I will not have trade agreements with you. He cut off Amanyama benefits. Ayazo Watola while he was roaming the wilderness. There are things that he cut off. I can never benefit from trade with the king of Sodom because I refuse to trade with him. God has cut. So a covenant then God started establishing a covenant with him. I said, no, I will reward you. Don't worry about trade agreement with the king of Sodom and any other king. Agree with me. Flow with me. Hallelujah. And I will be your reward. Amen. Amen. Say to yourself, God is my reward. God is my reward. So when you are in covenant with God, we enjoy benefits. We enjoy protection. We enjoy certain things that no other covenant will ever Bazalana get, get for us. Amen. We are looking at, at, at verse 2 now, Bazalana. Also verse 2, and Abraham said, Oh Lord, what will you give me since I am childless? Basically, Abraham was saying here, according to the Midrash, uh, interpretation the rabbis are saying Abraham was not only just childless his seed or the, any hope of having a child had been uprooted from his DNA his DNA could not produce seed or could not produce anything that required him to have children in the future. God understand We don't know what his father spoke. In exchange for prosperity. In exchange for help. In exchange for peace. When our forefathers stood at Amaltarin Abazalwan, there was an exchange that the future generation was going to suffer from. That is why we are giving this offering to this God, to our ancestors, 
it's about what this covenant is able to produce on my behalf. There are things that I need to do. There are things that I need to put in. They don't run a benefit. The covenant itself, my bears benefits. Amen. So then Abraham leaves his tent and God shows him the stars. Now when you look at the stars, and one day we will learn, we will learn I will teach about why we cannot follow horoscopes. Why we cannot follow horoscopes. But we also learn in the Bible that the wise men looked and understood the stars. And they found Jesus based on what the stars were showing them. So there is a redemptive purpose in the galaxy. They determine times and they determine seasons. So even in the olden days, before they were distorted by witchcraft of horoscopes, they served a divine purpose of time and seasons. By looking at the stars, they understood they read the stars and they determined what month it was. The Jewish calendar doesn't go by because it doesn't go by a distorted view of stars. So Lana, when you read about Abraham and you read about his history, but he were even in the stars of old, it was written that he will never bear a child. Abraham, with, without the age, Abraham, no Abraham, had two different destinies. Abraham, outside of the covenant with God, but under the covering and the covenant of the gods of old, had a different destiny than Abraham in a covenant with God under the God and in agreement with the possessor of the heavens and the earth. So it is then possible in the books of heaven. It is possible to live a parallel life then a life because there are books in heaven concerning me when I was released into my mother's womb this is a divine purpose that you are going to fulfill on the earth now go ye bloodline that has determined my direction that spoke certain things and redirected my destiny so so when Abraham left Ur and left his tent he also left whatever was written on those books on those covenants and contracts by the gods and with the God of all. 
So Abraham or Abram was not supposed to have a child. Sarai was not a, was not meant to have a child, according to the books of old. That's why God needed to, them to come out of old. But Abraham, in the covenant with God, he was a man with many nations in his in his loins. Many nations. Amen, Bazalwan. So it is possible to live a life. Abraham was like, what, 90 or 80 something by this time? Imagine for 80 years you are living a life. Eighty wasted years. But God wanting to work out in through Abraham. He takes him out and he says, Wana, I want to reconcile you back with your books. I want to reconcile you back with the books of heaven concerning your bloodline. Man was not made to be in covenant with the moon and the stars. Because that's what they did in old. Man was meant, was meant to have a covenant with God, the Almighty God. Into his rightful place and rightful path. So my prayer as I was studying this, I'm saying, Lord, I pray that I don't live 80 wasteful years. I'm not even living. We, because we are Zulu people who understand witchcraft. Who the people's destinies can be spoken and twisted. And because we are absent at the gate of our families, destinies of our families can be twisted. Things can be spoken over people's names and book this total but we thank God for the blood of Jesus Amen. that resets the clock resets the seasons Mazalwan. family of family of, of men that will die all, they don't go beyond the age of 40 somebody somewhere in the family who's a child who's I don't know she's into witchcraft she's able to to, to speak things and twist people's destinies and it will take a covenant person in that family to demand a reset of destinies and say Lord not every man in this house will die a drug addict or an alcoholic. That was not your destiny. That was not your destiny. Father, we, we, we want to take back that divine purpose. What was it, Father? Surely, O Tabasha Fanele, the Pope, O Chale, the Babangate. Surely, I'm a best father, never like I. I'm Fanele, 
Now you remember last week, I said to, to you, Bazalwane, when God, when Abraham started cutting these and offering these animals, ukulukulu, I had this healing. established an altar for me here. I shared something along the line of the God of all, the, the principality of all, re- started recognizing an altar and drawing near and observing this conversation. And they were observing. There was fear and dread and, and great darkness that fell. And I shared, there was horror. What is horror doing when God and Abraham are making a covenant? Because when we make a covenant with God, even the God, the spirit, the demonic spirit are present to witness. Are you really going all the way? Is he really cutting us off? Is he really snatching away our inheritance cospella lava by Isabelo said to the one who Isabelo said to Tinamatimon. Their forefathers gave us to them. Are they really coming out of this? So as they drew near to observe, now they're gonna see a movie. But they have come to see a movie. Now when I read, uh, I've been studying the scripture, it says that. The three heifers, verse 9, or the cows, was a symbol of the gods of Eden. Amen. Isaiah 63 1. Can you quickly turn for me there? Cows are symbolic. Of the gods of of Edom, the three heifers. Yes, sixty-three, verse one. Amen. It's in. Verse one. Who is this who comes from Edom, with dyed garments from Bozrah? This one who is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I who speak in righteousness, mighty to say, Why is your apparel red, and your garments like one treads in the winepress? Three, I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me, for I have trodden them in my anger, and trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my robes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, Isaiah 63 talks about how God deals with Edom. With Edom. God himself was judging the God that were observing who Abraham as he was making the covenant. So, as Abraham took the heifers and cut them in half, it was God coming down you saw a torch of fire walking through the sacrifice so God was walking through and stepping on the gods of Edom that were looking as Abraham was making a sacrifice amen and 
Number two, bring me the goats, cut them in half. Now that's that that goat nation at the kingdom of the of Greece. It's the Greece nations. Those are mentioned in Daniel 8 8 or Zechariah 9 verse 13. The bulls or the no the goats. Yeah, in bulls, Bazalwan. That is the Greek nation. So not only were the principalities of Edom looking over, but there were even nations that we are going to know about later in history. These principalities started gathering over the sacrifice. Baba, these are the nations of Israel. But these are the nations to Israel. In the future. So God was dealing with the principalities that would torment Israel in the future. Amen. Amen. And the rams stood for media and Persia. You remember, Israel find themselves under the kingdom of Persia in Babylon. They are held back. So God deals with them here. With Abraham, yeah. Amen. In the wilderness, yeah. Whether it was 400 years before or 500 years, God was dealing with principalities and nations. So not only does the enemy deal with our future or the future of our children, now God also deals with our future or the future of our children now. That means there are decisions that I need to make now. Understanding Hallelujah. Covenant is not about me now. Yes, I will bring the ram. I will bring the sacrifice. I will bring the goats. I will bring the rams and the and the and the heifers and the cows. And I will cut them. I will play my part in paving the path for my children and my children's children. Amen. Amen. So God was saying here, divide them in half. He was saying, I will divide everyone who comes against you. Not only will I divide those who come against you, I will divide those who come against your children. I will divide those who come against your children's children. There is no nation that will stand. I am trembling. Like we Isaiah 63 was saying, because I have come out of Edom. My garments are red. Who, whose garments are red, Bazalwan? Whose garments are red? Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Who was Jesus dealing with? Jesus was dealing with all these kingdoms at once. He was coming out of Edom. Even Amen. But he divided them. He cut them into half. Even need to go and interrupt the the covenant process. Se, pros, the covenant process. Yeah. You see Abraham hitting the bed of prayer because 
God, what is in Dukulukulu? I Kuluma. Engas, Engas Kulumi Humlo. What is in Dukulukulu? I Kinisa. I Kinisa Humlomo Pay. Kona Indayanzega at that moment. That demanded Ubuti. Things happen in the future. Foundation. God was laying a red carpet for my children and our children's children. Amen. Hallelujah. So idol worshiping nations were being judged. Like the bull that was being cut, like the ram and the goats. God was judging the idol worshiping nations. That's why Ukulukulu shows up and he says, No witchcraft will ever work upon Israel. I am of what he was going to do. God, because of what he established, quick covenant, no Abraham, no witchcraft was going to work. Amen. So now, we have become what the Bible says. We are the seed of Abraham. Amen. We are participant in this covenant. Amen. Now we need to understand what it's just not about paper. It's not right uh, singing Abraham's blessings are mine. What was the cost? What did God establish? What did Jesus do on the cross for me to be able to sing Abraham's blessings are mine? Because that means no demonic voice. Umaba mentioned earlier. Ukuti umkati ukwela mapimbo bazalwani. Concerning minje. Mangvuge kseni no mangsalen. Ankulumi ngati no mangesu. Concerning wenaji. Unga goni mutu. Umkati ukwela mapimbo. Kwa kulunwa. Kusa kulunwa. Kusa zo kulunwa. Kodwa. Hebrews 12, 24 tells us but the blood of Jesus speaks better things. But the blood of Jesus speaks better things. So Ukulukulula was judging through the sacrifice. God was then through this sacrifice he changed Abraham's name. Amen. He changed Abraham's prophetic destiny. He changed even Abraham's covering. Conquer that was going to issue out of Abraham and Sarah from now on was going to be blessed. That is why Ishmael. As much as Ishmael was not God's plan, why is sometimes you see who Abraham? Ishmael had to bear a blessing. Ishmael. Not by virtue of being Ishmael and by how he was born, but by a standing covenant. Amen. It defends our children. A covenant and the sacrifice that we choose to make with God on a daily basis, giving and presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy unto Him. Those acts of faith, it defends our
our children will be defended. This covenant that we chose to make defends our household. Hallelujah. So God judges God. He judges demonic voices. He judges voices that are speaking over us. He judges altars that have been established to fight against us. He judges every single one of them. Hallelujah, Bazalwani. So no other covenant in these last days, no one It's so important to understand because we are living in such difficult times, Bazalwani. So when we don't understand the power of where we meet, the power of what heaven has established for us, sing all to sing about because they don't walk in the revelation what makes the Nabangob you find the king of Moab conquering over over Israel because of the amount of sacrifice that Moab chose to give so I want us to understand there are things that we are going to do that will cause the barrenness of our own lives, financial barrenness, family barrenness, whatever form of barrenness, to disappear. It is the power of a covenant, Bazalwan. So we remain in a state of seedlessness. We will remain in a place of, a bread, of barrenness. We will remain with no protection. We will remain with no prosperity as long as we are not understanding a covenant. Just because we don't understand and we don't participate correctly in this covenant, Bazalwan. So it calls for us to participate in the covenant. How do we participate in the covenant? Through a sacrifice. Through remembering what Jesus has done. Through the communion. Through sitting and remembering. Would you just, as you partake on this, remember, do it in remembrance of me. What are we remembering? We're remembering what we were now. What are we remembering? What are we remembering? We remember who Abraham getting in He took a heifer and cut it in half. He took a goat and cut it in half. That is why, Bazalani, why do do us, Bandabamyama, sit and be in And yet we are resurrecting. Why? 
So Abraham did not cut the dove. Yes, the lamb was not there. He presented a dove. And God didn't command him to cut the dove. Because Israel was going to be kept intact. Covenant keeps us intact. Amen. All over the place. We are defeated. The covenant keeps us in place. It holds us together. It keeps us sane. The fact that Jesus walked over Eton. Over his enemies, conquering over his enemies, defeating his enemies, not only his enemies, because his enemies have become our enemies. So we thank the Lord Bazalani this morning. God reverses childlessness and barrenness. God plucks our feet out. We are so tall and jagged shatter. When our body shatter, that is being uprooted. And you have to see him, but there's a so keep a young in Tabatia say, Oh, Netabatia Tabasha, as a panel and pulling in entry. And keep a boy as a planter in covenant. Every fruit of this tree will grow on the foundation of covenant. He takes me out of the territory. Nama agreement with strange people. He puts me in agreement with him. Covenant Bazalwane brings us into divine protection. Covenant secures provision. Everything concerning our future flows out of a covenant. What is our covenant? It is that covenant. Can we quickly open Ephesians 2 as I close? We were aliens. We were aliens. So God was not just bringing Abraham outside of a physical tent. But there was a spiritual covering that Abraham was under. That produced an atmosphere over him. That determined the fruit of his life. A covenant realigns your life. A covenant causes us to stretch ourselves in order for us to touch and grasp the benefits. covenant, stretch yourself towards the stars. Stretch yourself. Look at the stars. Stretch yourself. Baba, it was not about looking at the stars. It was about extending himself towards the stars. A covenant extends our borders. If this was my border, this chair was my border, border. A 
I have. But it's about what the covenant says I have. Also Ephesians 2 verse 11. Therefore remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called circumcision which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you at one time were separated from Christ alienated from the commonwealth of Israel a stranger of the covenant of the promise having no hope and without God in the world but now in Christ Jesus you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ Amen. for by himself he is our peace who has made us both one and, and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the commandment expressed in the ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of two so making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross thereby killing that hostility there is now no more hostility because through his blood he has caused us who were far away to be reconciled back to God not only back to God but to every pronouncement that God has made concerning you. You are now reconciled back to the promise. You are now reconciled back to protection. You are now reconciled back to the covering. You are now reconciled back to your defense system. You are now reconciled back to your peace. You are now reconciled back to wholeness. We have been reconciled The covenant Abraham. Abraham. That's why we can say Abraham's blessings are mine. Because Abraham paid the price of this covenant. He passed the test of this covenant. Now my question is, are we willing to establish a covenant with God? Earlier this year, Basalani, I said to you, each and every one of us into a place of covenant. And only you can establish that type of covenant with God. There are things that you need to agree with God. There is a price that you need to agree with God. And it might not benefit you, but and through you for you for the generations that are that are your seed. 
There are things ukulukulu bazalana sibizele kuyo. Ezo demand ukuthi sidlule ensimbisweni ukuthi ngamkele uJesu njengoba umkhosi lomsindisi ngiyasonda. The covenant ukulukulu lasibizele kuyo doesn't it's not about ukuthi ngasindiswa ngamkele uJesu ngiyasonda. It's about us understanding ukuthi there's things that are beyond us.
willing to go all the way. But you are determined to have a little bit of a figure. What is it all about you? Is it all about you? I say clearly in By virtue of the sacrifice, Abraham putting those bulls on the floor. Why he has Putting that goat on the floor. Putting that the ram on the floor. Why he has God invited God on his threshold. God walk on my threshold. On the blood that I have spilled. What blood are you spilling, baby? What blood are we spilling? To what are we inviting God? That's why I encourage you, until you grasp it, just have this holy communion. If you can on a daily basis, morning and night, do some, just do it. Say, Lord. Come through. I need I need you to walk on this threshold. I understand, but I need you to walk on this threshold. Now I sing any gebazala nge kazilet. Sing any nge kazika Christians. Elkuluma today, right now it's speaking. Right now it's speaking. We are as bazala together with Abraham. We're going to take communion again. We thought we would just have communion. We will have it again. We will have it again. Because we want to be people of covenant. We are signing up for this. We're saying, Lord, as we just Thank you. I will read Isaiah 63 again as we meditate on this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blood, the blood of the covenant. Today I wanted to cover what we hadn't spoken about as a church, but it, now is the time. I won't talk to, to it today, but I believe it is, it is now the season. We'll, we'll talk about tithing and offerings, Bazalwan. As covenant people, not as as something as as the lie. What it's about. What Abraham did in Genesis 14. So that must quenza, I don't Nezingu, 
Yimi usho uchehova. Yimi engi kuluma ngokulunga. Nengi na manja ogusindisa. Nguba nuguba. Izamba tozi. Kunga nuguba izamba tozako zibo ufuna. Nezi ngubo zako. Sinje ngezo nyatela ezi. Kwa meni zewa yini na. You look like you have been stamping on wine presses. You look like blood has been thrown over. Who are you? Who are you? Boys, who is he? Isika mosewa yini. Ngisinyatele ngingedwa. This is Jesus. I did it all by myself. I stand on the wine press by myself. Kwakunge konami no yetwa kubantu. Ngabanya tela ngento uthelo yami. Ngabatipiza ngokufutheka kwami. Negazi labo lasaphazeka. This is Jesus. Said I messed up my garments. No one helped me because I was working salvation for you. for your family I was working salvation for your children I was working salvation for your city I was working salvation for your nation I was working salvation for nations I didn't need help I didn't need help because
that we are reconciling Kingdom Embassy House to our books. You are resetting our clock. You are aligning us to the speaking and the utterances of the blood of Jesus concerning every single one of us. I thank you, Father. So thank you, Father, for the bread that is before us. We take this in remembrance of you. That you are bruised. Oh God, you are bruised. Oh Jesus. You are crushed. We thank you, Jesus. That we are in this place remembering, putting together the event of the cross. We are creating a threshold for you to land upon our lives. As we remember, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, we're taking this bread. Eat the bread, Basalon. Thank you, Jesus, that you're healing the sick, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you're breaking the chains in this place. Thank you, Jesus, that you're extending our boundaries. Thank you, Jesus, for defending us. Thank you for your blood.
thank you for the loudest prayer in heaven right now. This is the loudest prayer, the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that speaks of better things. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that sprinkled nations and shut the mouths of kings. Thank you, Father, that even as we drink of this cup, we are doing it in remembrance of you. Thank you, Father, that you are sprinkling us with the blood. And you are shutting the mouths of kings. You are shutting the mouths of kings. You are shutting the mouths of principalities and powers and demonic spirits. You are shutting them up, Lord. For there is only one who qualifies to shut the mouths of kings. It is the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can drink the cup,
Thank you for the love.